Listener Production. Hello and welcome to another episode of Huh? Science Explained. Today, you've got me, Jacinta Bowler, a science journalist with Cosmos magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. And today, we're picking up every question you've ever had about phones. Phones. Never has one item been such a blessing to society and also an absolutely undeniable curse. You're probably listening to me on it right now. But have you ever stopped scrolling for long enough to wonder, how does this little brick machine actually work? In this episode, we're running through a notes app list of phone myths and questions you've probably wondered but never thought to investigate. Like, why do we need to turn our phones onto flight mode on an aeroplane? Or can you actually talk on the phone while filling your car up with petrol? We might even get to the bottom of whether your phone is secretly listening to you. First things first, how do phones even work? Dr. Faraz Hassan, a researcher at the University of New England, told me that every phone has a tiny little antenna inside. This antenna is constantly sending out wireless signals to a base station, or as we know it better, a phone tower. Those big phone towers are where the exciting stuff happens. When you call someone, your call is beamed to the nearest phone tower and then travels via wires through a huge network to the phone tower closest to your friend. This is where their phone is wirelessly connected to. Even cooler, this happens almost instantaneously. If you want to connect to the internet, it's a similar process. If it wasn't for that little antenna and the base station system, your phone would be nothing more than a pretty light-up brick. This helps explain the differences between the different generations of network. The most recent generation, which is called 5G, uses smaller radio waves than previous generations. These radio waves are only millimetres long, which means antennas can be smaller and the internet speeds are faster. But because smaller radio waves don't travel as far, there needs to be more phone towers to be able to cover the same sized area. This is your captain speaking. Now we've got the foundations of phones down. Let's take to the skies. Please make sure you put your phone into flight mode. You don't want us to crash, do you? Okay, so as anyone who has accidentally forgotten to turn on flight mode can tell you, leaving the occasional phone turned on doesn't cause a plane to crash. However, there is a good reason why flight crews ask you to turn them off. Like we talked about earlier, your phone is constantly sending out wireless signals. It does this whether or not it's connected to a base tower. So if you're 10 kilometres or so above the earth in a plane, you're pretty unlikely to be able to connect to a phone tower down below. Phones, particularly older models, are also more likely to interfere with other electronic systems. If you're a bit older, you might remember hearing a buzz in nearby stereo systems while making a call on the 2G network. Important stuff like the GPS, airspeed indicator and altimeter all probably want to be kept debuzzed, just in case. Phones are a lot less high-powered now, and newer airplanes have cockpits which are much more heavily shielded to protect from any stray electromagnetic radiation. So, basically, airlines are taking a 
better safe than sorry approach. Although you'll probably still have to switch on flight mode on planes for a while yet, some airlines are experimenting with Pico cells. These are tiny, low-power phone towers that are kept within the plane. The phones on the plane could all connect to that one tower, so they wouldn't be constantly searching for a phone tower down below to connect to. We've taken on one form of transport, but let's do another, just for fun. If you use your phone while filling up with petrol, could it cause an explosion? Luckily, this one is not true and has been thoroughly debunked. My absolute favourite TV show, The Iconic Mythbusters, tried to do this in their second ever episode. Adam and Jamie were completely unable to get a properly working phone to ignite petrol, even when surrounded by petrol vapour with the perfect fuel-air mix for ignition. The reason for this is because phones just don't spark that often. The wireless industry has done multiple studies looking at the potential for phones to create sparks and found that whilst theoretically a spark could result from a phone battery, it's impossible in practice. There's been no true documented cases and it's just a myth. Think about it this way. You've got a much bigger battery just inside your car. However, not using your phone while filling up might still be a good thing because you don't want to be distracted. The real potential problem when pumping petrol is coming from within. Static electricity can produce a spark pretty easily, and all you need is a wool jumper and a zap between you and the pump. I know that sounds a little terrifying, but there's an easy solution. Just tap your car or another metal before starting to pump petrol. Okay, we've gone on a plane and fueled up on petrol. I'm all tuckered out. Let's head to bed. But are you okay with putting your phone under your pillow to charge? According to Dr. Hassan, that's probably not the smartest idea. Phones are pretty good at shutting off when they overheat to try and limit the ability of the phone to catch fire. However, your charging cord is transferring energy from your power socket into your phone. If there's any issues in that system, like, for example, an old fraying cord you'd been meaning to replace, you might end up with some energy loss right into your pillow. The other reason Dr. Hassan suggests that you might not want to put a phone right beneath your head is because of those radio waves your phone is constantly producing to connect to the closest phone tower. There's strong regulation to ensure that these radio waves are fine for humans, and 5G is less able to penetrate our bodies than 4G can. But having said that, maybe you don't want to put them right next to your head for eight hours a night. It's up to you. Finally, my biggest question. Is your phone secretly listening to you to show you ads later? This question is not really in Dr. Hassan's purview. He deals with the technology, not the software. But like many of us, he reckons it's happened to him. But I'm here to tell you that although most phones are listening out for that Siri or Hey Google, it's pretty unlikely that they're hanging off our every word to advertise to us. Instead, we're all pretty lax at giving away permissions to websites and third parties. These build a huge library of information about what you like, where you live, and who your friends are. If you remember, your phone already knows where you are, so it can also tell who you're near. For example, if one friend has a cute handbag that you asked about last week, and you're spending more time with them, 
the all-seeing tech eye doesn't need to hear you to know that you're coveting that bag. Sorry. That's all the phone facts we had time for today. Feel free to tweet at us or chuck us a message on Facebook if you've got any other phone-related questions burning a hole in your pillow. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out The Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Half Science Explained.